Hello and welcome to somehow not the worst thing to happen to me this year. I am your one of your hosts, Butch, with me, my co-host Jack. Hello. And my co-host Rob. <laughs> this we, we watch bean movies, you know the format. It's the bad week. Jack, what did you think of the bad movie? Oh, what did I think of the bad movie? I'll tell you what I thought of the bad movie. I had a really bad headache for a lot of yesterday. I wasn't feeling so swell. And so, um, at one point, I was lying in bed on my side. I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to watch it at, like, you know, similar to the week where I matched it up with um, Minor Threats Straight Edge. I just watched it really, really fast because I-, I was so ill that I could not do a full hour and a half of that fucking movie. <laughs> so, I did take one of one of our little... One of our little shortcuts and just sped it up to fuck and just let it wash over me because I was feeling not very well. Not very well at all. Um, You know what? No. (laughs) I didn't take a single fucking note. (laughs) I I fucking hate this movie. Um, I got home late last night. I was out and about. Um, And I... It's a global pandemic, Rob. That's very selfish of you. Anyway, I um I put it on, and I think at the club scene, I I, I lasted the whole club scene, and then I fell asleep, and I didn't <laughs> go back. So, and I, I don't even care for it. I don't even care about admitting that. Fuck it, I don't care. Cool. I fell asleep. Uh, I guess as the only person that sat through the entire fucking thing, I'll have my say. Uh, a rapid fire through my five notes. Number one, Russian dub, because I watched it with the Russian dub. Number two, directed by Quentin Tarantino, because lots of shots of feet getting rubbed. Number three, uh... The fact I wrote down the fact that us watching this all year isn't the worst thing to come out of China in 2020 makes me lose a little bit more faith in the human race. My next note is the number eight. Uh, my next note is <laughs> Disemboweler has the outline of a dead pig. Yeah, yeah, I never noticed that before, but oh, it does. I thought we had mentioned that. <laughs> uh, um, what? That's it. That's all I have. What does what on to draw the revenge? So what does eight mean? Uh, it is uh, double of four, which incidentally is the number of Jaws movies it takes to get to Jaws the Revenge. Uh, <laughs> is that the only man, reason you showed that baby? Note? No, uh, but on to Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> um, did you guys? So we've been uh watching uh top funny comedian, but did you know that? If you slow, if you on to Jaws the Revenge, you. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Rob has something to say. (laughs) If you watch Top Funny Comedian backwards at zero point three four speed, um, and you zoom into the bottom right pixel, there's a fourth Jaws movie playing, um, and Michael Caine is in it. (laughs) I am going to take your audio and slow it down to 0.34 speed if you don't shut up. (laughs) That's a really interesting Easter egg. Yeah, it was a cool Easter egg. When Steven Spielberg was making Top Funny Comedian the movie, he thought, ooh, well, I mean, I do have this fucking Jaws uh, prequel that I uh, (laughs) never got to make. Yeah, um, so I'll just put it in here. And, uh, no one but anyway, we're not talking this. about that. We're talking about Jaws four. So, okay, do you guys want to hear my um my notes? You have notes. Fair play. You got you you took notes for Jaws four. Yeah. I I, I, t- I took a lot until I half. I didn't fall asleep. Do we really have nothing dazed. else to say about Top Funny Comedian? I mean, that was less than four. You're minutes. the one. You're the one that. You're the one that moved on to Jaws Revenge, not us. <laughs> I know, I'm not I'm not I'm not it. getting angry at you guys. I'm just in fucking shock at like how far we've come. You you moved us on to Jaws for <laughs> I could have bullshitted about top funny for a bit. Why don't we talk why don't we bullshit about top funny for a minute? Starting No, I now. don't want to. No. Uh Top Funny Comedian is my favorite movie of all time and directed by uh, Steven Spielberg. And uh, it's scored direct- by John Williams. And <laughs> Starring E.T. And 
<laughs> and they go to China. Tom and... Funny Comedian in the movie plays like a like Duke Nukem um, uh, movie adaption. Yeah. And also they um, don't have their human rights violated. Um, which is a fun part of this movie. Anyway, so Jaws 4, um, a.k.a. Jaws the Revenge, um, my big problem with it, other, like, the point of it is that it's a flawless movie, but there is one small flaw, not in the movie itself, but in the, in the titling, as it's called Jaws, colon, the event, the revenge. The Avenge. But it's the, it's, it's the fourth (laughs) Jaws movie, right? Yeah. So why wouldn't they do a title like Jaws for Revenge? (laughs) <laughs> you know, or you know, um, like he has jaws for revenge or something. She, I thought that would have been fun. She, she, the shark that, in canon is officially female in this film. Don't question me on my jaws knowledge. Do do they say that? Not in the film, but in the novelization. Oh well, okay, cool. Well, in the film, uh, the jo- the shark's gender is ambiguous. I suppose. <laughs> um, I will call it. Sh- I will call her she. Um, yeah, don't misgender people, folks. Um, so anyway, Rob, what did you think of Jaws: The Revenge? Um, I, what did I think of it? I was really enjoying the first, like, well, really enjoying. Take that with a pinch of salt. I was having fun, uh, <laughs> making fun of this movie for the first like twenty-five minutes or so, um, <laughs> mainly because of the small child actor. Um, who got given the best lines in the movie, uh, considering most of my notes are just quotes from her. Uncle um, Sean is dead, great. you know. Will he ever come back? <laughs> There's so many good lines. I was having a lot of fun just because of her. But then, did I enjoy Jaws the Revenge? Uh, I guess I enjoyed the very start of it for all the wrong reasons. Uh, I was, uh, when I say really enjoyed, I mean I, I was just poking fun at the small child actress uh, who has all the best lines in the movie. Uh, most of my quotes are just quotes from her. Most of my notes are just quotes from her. Um, but then she isn't in it as much. And then the rest <laughs> of the movie happens. And, like, it, that's not as funny. Um, and, like, nothing really happens until, like, the very end. And even at the end, questionably, does anything really happen? Well, uh, the, shark, yes. the shark pops. Spoiler, shark pops but the like shark pops. <laughs> I like I I feel like we should give like a plot summary, but at the same time, like it's just like shark kills people, um, and then they kill shark. <laughs> like that's Does it. The, the shark only kills two Caribbean. Yeah, the shark actually doesn't do that much damage, really. The shark Wait, no, doesn't the shark, do much. Does the shark of not kill? The shark kills a person when it kills a person on the would... banana boat, and it kills Sean at the very beginning. That's it. <laughs> You know, in the in the in the middle of the movie, though, when Michael is on the fucking Michael. thing with his friends and um, you, your man, Michael, Macro. yeah, um, Macro, Brody, um, and he's on the fucking he's on the ship with his friends that are doing ridiculously over the top, uh, like Caribbean accents. Um, I refuse to believe that they're a hundred percent genuine. I mean, nothing no. compared to Mario Van Peebles. Attempt at an accent. <laughs> uh, it's so um, bad. Doesn't doesn't the shark kill someone? Then the shark comes and there's like blood everywhere. Uh, yeah, because they're chumming it. Chumming. Okay, I, 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 it shows how much pe- attention I was paying. But I, just I mean, saw blood to be like, fair, oh, cool, like there, are, there are a lot of times when the shark jumps out of the water and there's blood in the water, like before it, like before it bites anyone. Like at the very beginning yeah. when it's attacking Sean, there is blood in the water before it bites him. Mm, maybe it's almost shark... like this movie is just bad. Maybe no, the, the shark has that. acid reflux. <laughs> that's that blood. That's like stomach acid. <laughs> Do you know Where what I we, think this uh... movie should be called? Uh, just not, since we were talking about, well, Rob was talking about how the name is incorrect. Boring melodrama. Also, there's a shark. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Joxic Avenger. I think would be a much uh, better title. Joxic Avenger. Yeah. J-A-W-X-I-C Avenger. <laughs> I like that. That's, uh, that's a song waiting to be made. <laughs> um, yeah, Jack, what did you think of the movie? Oh, I hated I'm... it. Oh. I'll get to you, Butch. <laughs> um, 
so myself and Butch watched this together, and um, I, I kind of see I, look I, on his face. <laughs> I I won't I won't lie. I kind of half forgot that we were watching it for the sake of the podcast. And I like there were so many times during the movie. I was like, oh, why am I, why am I watching this? I was like, oh yeah, the podcast, the podcast. But <laughs> it's probably, probably one of the most boring movies I've ever watched. <laughs> and then it just goes fucking <laughs> full force for the last like two minutes. When you say reason. full force, though, it's like even the full force bits are really boring. Yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> silly. And like, um, look, I, I'll put put it this way. I did some reading about the movie. I think it says a lot that the first three Jaws movies took at least two years each to make. This one took under nine months. Yeah. <laughs> but it also has the biggest star. Yeah. <laughs> As in, arguably uh, true. As in, I every other. Yeah, I was. I didn't know Michael Caine was in this, and I was watching it, and I was watching the opening credits. I saw Michael Caine, and I genuinely like. If I had water in my mouth, I probably would have done like (laughs) credit where it's due. Michael Caine has nothing to work with, but he gives a performance. (laughs) I mean, he definitely performs. Like um, he 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 gives it his Michael Caniest, and you know what? I mean, it's, it could be worse. I mean, every other Jaws film is just full of a bunch of fucking no names, so it's nice to have some fucking <laughs> star power for once, you know? Did you just call Richie D a no name? I'm joking. My fucking big fat crush on Richie T. Richie D, looking under. fine. Can we? Uh, all right, yeah. I, I I know for a fact you two have both seen Jaws. Uh. Yes. Can we all just mm-hmm. can we all just like Arguably. get it? Can we all just get it out there and just at, make it like a known fact that we all think that that movie is pretty great, like pretty fantastic movie. Nobody doesn't. Yeah, yeah it's I, you know it, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily put it in my favorites, but I think it's a really important movie and a really well made movie for sure. I think yeah. it's your tea is looking fine. Exactly, <laughs> looking fine. Uh. Now the se- putting 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 aside the other two sequels, Jaws two, I think it's pretty good, like seven out of ten film. Jaws three, pretty bad, but putting them aside because Jaws the Revenge also puts them aside. Uh, <laughs> if we were to just like, how do you get from the first film, which is entertaining, like throughout, very well made? How do you get from that to this? Especially same considering... way Alvin the Chipmunks went from Alvin the Chipmunks to Alvin the Chipmunks the Road Chip with you know, Waters. when a big studio when a big studio just ha- you know is it fully in charge of an IP and all artistic integrity is gone then you end up Alvin with a shell and the of Chipmunks what never had artistic integrity. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> the first <laughs> movie is a masterpiece. It has mean... David Cross and fucking uh, your man. From Mallrats. The first movie... <laughs> Your man from Mallrats, you mean Jason Lee? <laughs> My name is Jason Earl. <laughs> Underdog, I'll have you know. Uh... Wait, who am I thinking of? I was thinking of Justin Lee. No, you're right, it is Jason Lee. But... <laughs> you're Justin Lee from Dodgeball. Anyway, oh, yeah. first Chipmunks movie is actually an animated film made in the 80s, but putting that aside... Uh... I was joking, Just... by the way. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I hate this podcast of all my fiber. Uh, now, it's basically just that, like, a guy named uh, Stephen made uh, a lovely movie that he had a lot of fun making, maybe. Um, and then the studio was like, "Ooh, <laughs> that made money," and then they made more of them. And yeah, they didn't and some really of them were okay. Money. Jaws Two was pretty good, like solid seven out of ten, in my opinion. Uh, I haven't seen it because Richie D isn't in it. I know. Do you know Rich- Richie D was meant to be in this one, uh, but he ref- is that true? Yeah, but he refused to appear in it. Good. Uh, I, I I'm happy for his own resume that he's not in it, but God, I would have loved to have seen. I would have loved to have been distracted by a bit of Richie D while watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, someone else from the original movie was meant to appear in as well. the The guy that acted uh, Brody. Roy I mean, he technically no, he is in it. He is in it. Yeah, he technically is in it. 
But he was meant He's to like a few times. He was meant to repri- like uh, reprise the role of Brody. I think he was originally. meant to be the one that gets eaten at the beginning. Oh yes. How unceremonious would that be that you have like two fucking Jaws films about him fucking killing sharks and being a hero, and then the very very start of the next movie he dies. I mean, it would be more <laughs> ceremonious than just he died of a heart attack. <laughs> he had a. <laughs> But no, actually, what Ellen says exactly is, he died of fear. The fear of it killed him. <laughs> um, Butch, I know you kind of have a weird relationship with this movie, that you hate it, yet you own it on Blu-ray. It's a fascinating <laughs> movie. It is, as a case study of a terrible studio film, I think it's actually quite uh, useful in that case. Wouldn't recommend that any casual viewers watch it but anyone like interested in film criticism or anything like that i would highly recommend you watch it because as i pointed out in my letterboxd review someone would have had to have written this script and then shown it to another person who would would have had to have said this is fine have some money make well see actually um the film was not done being written uh before they started filming as well, that out. explains a lot. <laughs> when reading up on it. In fact, um, we've kind of both said that it feels like a, a bit of a soap opera, a bit of a TV movie. And the fascinating thing is it was written by the guy that wrote the TV movie upon which the TV series Kojak was based on. So it was written by a TV writer, which kind of makes sense. Hmm. I mean, I, I feel like this film... It has a fucking identity crisis. It either needs to be a fucking shark movie or it needs to be a melodrama. But it's trying to have its cake and fucking have another cake and scoff both (laughs) of them down their esophagus. But they can't because there's too much cake. (laughs) One one cake being um, a wedding cake at a wedding that everyone knows isn't going to work out. And the other cake being a child's birthday shark flavored cake. Wait, shark flavored? I meant, I meant, um, I meant shark themed. <laughs> but we'll go with flavor. Hmm, shark flavor. I mean, you know, that would taste pretty weird, much like this film, if you were to eat it. Uh, tastes like DVD. Uh, but um, So I have, a, I have a, a fair few notes that are. Um, all within the first half, because I think halfway through I just gave up. Please indulge um, us, we've got like at least 20 minutes left. <laughs> More like 40. Um, do you, neither of you guys have notes, no? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well then sure, we'll just go through the plot and I'll just give my notes as they come and you guys can chime in. Okay, cool. Um, so, one thing that is instantly noticeable about this movie is that the dialogue is perfection. Um, and it definitely wasn't there definitely wasn't other dialogue written that was said on set and then they started cutting between random phrases and cutting off the ends of sentences really noticeably in the audio that definitely didn't happen every phrase uttered was definitely written down and spoken fully and all left in i'm so glad Um, that they didn't cut they didn't do that because that would have been really um jarring and like yeah uh, It'd also be really annoying when they didn't, like, properly edit it. So, like, you'll have, like, a sentence and someone will take a breath to say another sentence and it will just cut to nothing. Um, <laughs> that Yeah, that would be horrible. So it's really good that all the dialogue was left intact and none was just cut randomly. Thank anyway, God. my first, the first quote I have is, You're almost as sneaky as your father was. He was the tomato thief of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is one of the first, like, three lines said in the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> I You're almost. Let's hold. Can we dissect this sentence? You're almost as sneaky as your father was. He was the tomato thief of all time. Well, it's because he's like eating the vegetables out of the thing while she's making dinner. Yeah, but he was the, the tomato thief of all time. The tomato not thief lo- of all time. Not the best tomato thief of all time. Just the tomato thief of all time. I feel like um, there should be an adjective in there, you know? Like, I mean, it's... it's I mean, it's technically then, grammatically correct. It's just weird. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't think it is. I mean, the tomato thief of all time. Yeah, you know, I guess if there was one tomato thief in all of history, 
It would make I sense. I can't think of that many other tomato thieves. If I'm Replace honest, replace tomato it... thief with fucking um, I don't know, chef. He was the chef of all time. It yeah, it's if not, there was, it's if there was, right. w- it doesn't. If there no, was only one no, chef in our Fuck history, off. that would make sense. <laughs> but he's not, because he's saying that the child, this, the kid is, the son is. But no. He's it, also a tomato thief. He may not well, be as good as he's not eating father, tomatoes, but he he's is. eating the carrots. Anyway, the next quote I have is, I'm five years old now, Grandma. <laughs> um, because apparently it's her, the way she says I'm five years old now implies that it's her birthday, okay? And I bring this up for a very important reason. I'm going to skip ahead a while because later on in the movie, that same child says, I'm almost six. So how? And that, like, when she says that, I swear it's only at like the twenty-minute or twenty-five-minute mark because I stopped. I mean, it explains a lot if you assume that this film takes place over the course of almost a year, because that explains how the shark is able to swim from New England to the Bahamas. But no, this is before they go to the Bahamas. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe the shark is already on its way. And according to the. Every plot synopsis I've read, apparently it takes the shark three days to get to the Bahamas. Or just under three days. Yeah. Like, unless she like, hasn't this is spoken on the phone to her error. grandma in a year. Like, th- this, like uh... I, I don't usually like nitpicking, but, like, the dialogue is just very funny. So I just, like, I just really want to hone in on it, because there's not much else here. <laughs> but unless she hasn't talked to her grandma in, like, a year... So that this is the first time she gets to tell her that she's five years old now. And then later on she says, I'm almost six. But the way she says, like, I'm I'm five years old now, does that not mean it's her birthday? Why doesn't anyone say happy birthday? What's going on? It's fit. I don't I don't know. I really then, don't know. That you know what yeah. this is the this is this film's equivalent of uh it's still seven thirty one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but yeah, my next one is just that everyone talks over each other constantly. Uh, there's a lot. They're they're go- they're at, they're doing Christmas shopping, and uh, I think Michael's going off to his job, and she says, oh, "Don't be late." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wrote down the right amount of yeahs there. So just, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, right, yeah, 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 up, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't got an exact distance, but. Uh... I can tell you that a non-stop flight from Martha's Vineyard, which is where uh, Amity is is filmed and sort of it's it's in New England, it's in Massachusetts. Uh, from from Martha's Vineyard to the Bahamas, it is non-stop an eight-hour, ten-minute flight. Jesus! So what a fast shark. So yeah, <laughs> shark swims there in three days. Um, Spielberg is in the movie. Oh, is he? You know when uh, Sean dies um, and there's like a choir and orchestra performing? Yeah. The guy on the megaphone yelling at them saying, Where the hell are the wise men? (laughs) That's Steven Spielberg. (laughs) Not that it's like being played by Steven Spielberg, but that's supposed to be him. That's like a nod to (laughs) To his cutthroat directing skill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my next thought is just that they show the shark in the first nine minutes, which is funny compared to the original Jaws, which doesn't show the shark until like the very end of the movie. Um, we pre- we pretty much see see the entire shark in the first nine minutes. Um, yeah, <laughs> which is fine if the shark looked good. Um, yeah, some. I mean, it's amazing how the special effects manage to get worse from film to film. <laughs> yeah, I actually read up a little bit on the special effects. And um, I think they, like I said, the film had not been finished being written before production started. They that makes sense. had to make these fucking shark models, not knowing a thing about like how big the shark was meant to be, <laughs> like what was going to happen to the shark, what the shark was going to be doing. So they just made like a fuckload of models as quick as they could is kind of what I could gather from it. Um, and as well, I mean, like I'm sure we'll get to the ending, but oh, there was yes. a, there's a whole thing with like the special effects for the ending. They're like, yeah, yeah, we had, we had all the models like sorted and it was fine. And obviously, the original ending wasn't going to be what is now the ending. <laughs> the original yeah. ending was uh, that the the shark gets harpooned by the the broken it gets stabbed by the fucking the, the the pulpit of the boat. 
Yeah, and then yeah. the shark's convulsions uh, snap the boat in two, and the boat begins to sink. Uh, and this ending along. was filmed, and and it was filmed. Apparently, it's what's what was in the original U.S. theatrical release and some television versions. It's an extra on the Blu-ray, and I fi- I've sh- I showed it to Jack, and I think that he will agree that objectively, it is a far like better ending than what yeah. the fuck is now on the film. Still what happens to them. Still not great. They they basically uh, it's all the same except Jake dies. Yeah. Jake just oh. get is is still in the shark dead. But um but from what I've read there's kind of two theories as to why well there's okay the reason that they made a second ending is because uh American audiences didn't like that ending. They didn't like the uh, the shark thrashing about and breaking the boat into. Apparently there was it 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 received bad reviews. So, uh, and so yeah, they so said, sure let's make it worse. Fault. Yeah, apparently <laughs> the ending that we see now was filmed five over the course of five days after uh, the film's premiere and then kind of slapped on before it could get a European release. And that's why the, I mean, like, the, I sent a picture into the group chat, which is a close-up of one of the models of the shark. And it looks <laughs> absolutely fucking atrocious. Oh, it's so, so bad. But I, feel, I do feel bad for them because, like, they really, they really did just, were clearly under pressure from the studio. They just wanted another fucking Jaws movie by the summer because they started filming in september i think and they're like yeah we need this by the summer so we can make loads of money because jaws 3 even though it was a a critical flop was still uh a really like it grossed fucking loads like it made loads of money so they're like oh well let's just (laughs) let's just make one more universal fucking hated jaws 3 to the point that in their advertising for this film like in uh, the press release they called this the exciting third film in the spectacular jaws trilogy <laughs> oh my god <laughs> forget so about jaws 3 they, that's the reason they didn't call it jaws 4 presumably oh that would make sense, oh, that makes sense. did you know that apparently uh, the ending being reshot is uh, the reason why michael kane couldn't collect his academy award for winning hannah and her sisters yeah, uh, yeah. No way. Have you guys heard the the quote that he has famously been quoted uh, about this film? I'm sure I've told it to Jack. Uh, mm. But he was once asked uh, if he had seen it, and he said, "I haven't seen it, and by all accounts, it's terrible. But I've seen the house it bought me, and it's lovely. Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an angel! But this film grossed um... some money too. Cost twenty three million, made about fifty two million. So okay. So it somehow made money. I feel like that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a there's a lot of films I love that didn't make any money, and it's it's a shame that this one did. Have we? Have we? I'm sorry. Have we gone into the the actual like the ending that is on the film? Because what happens for those of you who haven't seen this film, and I recommend you don't, uh, is is what happens is the boat punches the shark. And then it just explodes for, as far as I could tell, no discernible reason. The Wikipedia the plot bomb. synopsis. The Wikipedia plot synopsis says there's a bomb inside the shark, but I don't think that is yeah. ever established. It is. It's that's the thing that Jake uh, stabs it with, isn't it? Oh no, he's yeah, he does. Jake he throws a bomb into the shark. He puts and a then thing the into the shark. What he does, no, he puts no, I a... think that's supposed to be the bomb. That is the Jake bomb. Puts the that bomb is the bomb in the shark. What he so does Jake... is he puts the thing into the shark, and all he says before putting it in is that it's just gonna, it's just gonna drive it mad with electrical impulses. He says it's just a theory, but it's a, you know, if if electrical impulses from outside will drive it, you know, to things, then electrical impulses from inside will will confuse it and drive it mad. He doesn't say anything about it being a bomb. <laughs> I thought well, it was it a, bomb. a bomb. And then, but then the shark goes underwater for ages and the bomb just like doesn't go off. They have to like... Yeah, and then Michael starts shining a torch at it and that makes it roar like a lion. <laughs> um, uh... You're forgetting one very important part of the ending, which kind of 
it happens before the big finale of the oh, shark. Oh, yeah, of course, Michael Caine. Like, well, not just that, but the part in which, um, <laughs> like, the banana boat scene where oh, Ellen yeah. just decides, that's it, I'm, st- I'm taking this boat and I'm going to kill this fucking shark. Well, don't <laughs> she decide that? She doesn't have any method of killing it. And when she sees the shark coming at her, she just says, come and get me, you son of a bitch. So maybe she's just going to fucking kill herself. I don't know. I mean, I I got the impression that she was just like, that's it. I'm sorting out this shark with my fucking boat. <laughs> it's so, it's so and ridiculous. And then she Michael Caine with fucking dive word. bombs it. Yeah. <laughs> I love his oh. fucking line as well, which is just, he goes on the radio and just says, I'm going to need some rescue boats and someone that can kill a shark. <laughs> <laughs> But you were saying that Michael Caine is a money launderer, apparently? That's the that was what his character was originally meant to be. It, in the I think it in the novelization there's the the novelization for the film clearly based on an earlier draft of the screenplay, because it is very different, has yeah. a lot of extra subplots. Uh one of which being that the shark is apparently under the influence of a voodoo witch doctor who has a feud with the Brody family for some reason. Uh, which is never established in the film, except for the fact that there's one point where Michael says to Ellen, come on, you don't believe that voodoo? Sharks don't commit murder, they don't pick out a person. But that is the only <laughs> possible reference to it, and as a result, that line just seems really fucking weird. Yeah, Ellen and is the- also meant to be psychic, I believe. Yeah, she's got like a psychic connection to the shark, and the shark is picking out the Brody family, and going back to that press release I was telling you about earlier, it implies that this is meant to be the same shark from Jaws 1 and 2. Uh, (laughs) But, anyway, uh, despite the fact that uh, Jaws... The the novelization implies that this is the offspring of the sharks from Jaws 1 and 2. Uh... But anyway, uh, so yeah, Ventral Voodoo Witch Doctor, Magical Shark, none of this is explained in the film, and so as a result, it comes across like a lot of plot holes, because that's what it is. Uh, But yeah, Michael Caine's character is meant to be a money launderer. That is referenced at most twice in the finished film. There, I mean, Michael is asking a lot of questions about Michael Caine after he starts, like, pursuing his mother, which... Oh, and can we just add that Michael Caine's character is called Hoagie, which I think is the funniest <laughs> fucking name they could have given him. <laughs> yeah, but My- Michael asks a lot of questions, which leads me to believe that in an earlier version of the film, it, it, Hoagie was meant to be a lot more like shady and suspicious, so Michael would be like, ah, what's what's up with this guy? When, when did he arrive? What's going on? But in the film, it just comes across as really odd. Uh, <laughs> and... But there's there's one point where Michael, out of nowhere, like, completely unprompted, asks him, what do you do when you're not flying people? And Hoagie just says, I deliver laundry. Which, <laughs> in the finished film, is never fucking brought up again, or before, and just seems like a really weird thing. Uh, obviously, it's implying, you know, the original story he was meant to be a money launderer there's also a point where he's playing craps and he gets uh, fucking snake eyes and Ellen just says I guess that's bad and he says depends on your perspective which could be interpreted as he's just a happy-go-lucky scamp who's just like whatever I you know, sometimes you win sometimes you lose chips fall where they may that sort of thing uh or it could be that the mob owns the casino and this is him laundering their money. <laughs> <laughs> but I might be looking far too deep into that. Possibly. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this has all been really interesting, guys. But uh, the next quote is, um, how would you like a funny bone sandwich? Um, oh which is said by uh, 
someone to the little girl. Um, the little girl, I think, is saying, I think, I can't remember. I think she says she's hungry or something. Says, How would you like a funny bone sandwich? And then they all, the entire room laughs for about 30 seconds. What does that mean? I mean, I think it means that she's she's going to make her laugh or something. But what a weird way to say it. What about <laughs> you ever, when you ever heard of cannibalism? What about when Michael and his wife are on the beach and he's going, it's just a bit of wood, it's just a stupid bit of wood. <laughs> no, there's, uh, there's actually a better uh, line from that scene. Oh, yeah, um, I know. I he's know talking about, well, maybe he's talking about his uh, his brother and he, he says he starts talking and he's like mumbling and like you can't really make out what he's saying. Um, I'll try my best to recreate it. Um, he, uh, he used to go to the kids in the tank. He was he, he, and then he says he, and then he starts running. He just yeah. runs yeah. very far away. And the Where are you going? Like, Nowhere. Yeah. Like he, he like was, what? I think he was saying something. <laughs> he had a bit of a stroke and then ran. <laughs> but did you notice that that scene is called back to at the end when he's running to the beach and he's like, Jake, get the boat. We gotta go. Is that is that a callback or is he just running again? <laughs> He's running down the beach again, so uh, could be a callback. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a it's a Chekhov's gun. It's a Chekhov's run. <laughs> um, Chekhov's run. <laughs> <laughs> then we have maybe my favorite quote in the whole movie. My mother always told me if God had intended us. Hold on, sorry, I don't want to mess this up. My mother always told me, if God had intended for us to ride parachutes for fun, we would have been born with free tickets. <laughs> I never said that. Yes, you did. Can we also talk about? Uh, can we also the talk about how no, Michael? No, came? no, 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 okay. no, no. Hold on. Do not go away from this quote. This is the most specific <laughs> nonsense quote I have heard in my entire life. As if like. It's just such a weird thing that they see someone parachuting and the daughter's like, oh, cool, parachute. And like, ran out of nowhere. It's like, no, my mother said to me that if God said we were to ride parachutes, we would have been given tickets for free. What the fuck does that mean? And then instantly the mother denies it as if, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So anyway. What does that mean? Fuck no, me. fuck off. This is my what favorite quote mean? the whole movie. Like, I mean... <laughs> it would make more sense if, like, you know, if God wanted us to... What was it if God wants us to... If God... My mother always told me, and I love the way he, the way he says always, as if this was a common recurring thing that she would always say to him. My mother always told me, if God had intended for us to ride parachutes for fun, we would have been born with free tickets. What? Like... That... I think this guy has a very weird idea of God. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, That's a very weird idea of Smokey the Bear. <laughs> I like. Oh, I don't. Really... Yeah, it doesn't. No, it just doesn't add up to anything. It's the most strange. Like this movie has a lot of strange lines. This is definitely, I think, the strangest. Uh, just just... The, the immediate denial. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. And like he's uh, he sounds angry when he's like yes you did. <laughs> um, it's really strange and it's never like parachuting is never once mentioned again. Like I I'd, I'd understand maybe if it was like a, if like later on they maybe parachute down to to the shark. But but they but they even don't. then even then it what's make with sense, the god like, thing? Yeah, and even like my mother always told me if God had intended to write parachutes for fun, as if like you should like they should only they should never be used for fun only seriousness but then we would have been born with free tickets it's like you <laughs> so my mother always told me if god had intended us to see movies for fun we would have been born with free tickets <laughs> so anyway uh, uh can we uh, can we talk about uh michael kane's uh flying <laughs> Okay, I actually have notes on Michael Caine's flying, um, <laughs> and there's a little um, there's a little uh, sequel note to it as well. Uh, my first one is, uh, why the fuck are they letting that child sit on a stranger's lap and steer a fucking plane? <laughs> and then approximately four seconds later, in all caps, 
holy shit, that's Michael Caine. (laughs) 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 On top of that, (laughs) he's so reckless. Like his oh god, like the later on so in the fucking reckless. movie, he literally just lets go of the wheel and plummets the plane downwards and says, You better grab that wheel. <laughs> <laughs> what? You better grab that wheel or we'll be swimming in five minutes. <laughs> so fucking weird. <laughs> you do this and the houses get bigger. <laughs> and you do this and the houses get smaller. Uh, and everyone's so fine with it. They're like, "Yes, child, go sit on that stranger." Who is letting this maniac fly planes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid, you want to fly a plane? <laughs> Get on my fucking lap. Do you know? Uh, Zoe recently told me uh, a plane was once crashed because of someone allowing a child to uh, sit in the cockpit and just like you know dick around. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, seems like the kind of thing that would happen if you put a child in the seat of a in a pilot's chair. You know? Yeah, this is why typically when they let childs into the cockpit, they do it after the plane's fucking landed. Yes, when they let childs <laughs> into the cockpit. Well, they used to back in the good old days. <laughs> um, my next quote is a uh, stop busting my chops. <laughs> Which just sounds strange. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, that's when I was commenting on the. My next episode was just commenting on the ridiculously over the top Caribbean accents. Um, my next episode is just how is there an hour left? Oh my god. <laughs> um, but then also here's something I wish that was uh <laughs> brought up later when the fucking granny and fucking the ch- uh the child are building uh a fucking a, a moat or something um <laughs> she fucking says oh we'll build buckingham palace and you could be princess die and originally in my mind i was thinking that's a hint at her fate <laughs> 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 but then I realized when the movie came out. <laughs> Genuinely, in my small pea brain, I was thinking this film came out after the Princess Diana thing, and I was thinking that was a, like a slightly ridiculous tone deaf nod to that child's J- death. Rob, <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. No Oh my god! Oh, it would have been a idiots. perfect like, setup, though. That would have been great setup. Yeah, if, if they could have just... made ten years earlier than her, her death. <laughs> oh, we're such big um, baby-brained idiots. And then at that same scene, uh, the fucking uh, what's the granny's name? I didn't bother remembering. Uh, it. Alan. 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 <laughs> Ellen. Ellen is staring out into the ocean and the Jaws theme starts playing and the little girl is like calling her because she's like she's obviously distracted the little girl is like oh like granny or whatever um, but the Jaws theme is playing and it's in my mind and I was like ah yes Ellen heard the Jaws theme and got distracted <laughs> um, another great quote here from the five year old girl uh, it's not nice to be evasive <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah that's i think that's the end of my notes then Um, that that would have been about half an hour in and there was a full hour left (laughs) and uh, i just didn't because like that's the thing you don't really see much of that little girl after that point and she's like the main pull for any of my notes so like after that you just get a bunch of adults kind of Talking in in weird codes to each other, um, <laughs> and I guess there's a shark. It's, oh yeah, there's a shark in this movie. Yeah, uh, you'd honestly forget. You would honestly forget. I gen I movie. genuinely did forget there was a shark in the movie. Like when you've all these fucking you know when you fucking two old fucking people fly in a plane and go into some festival together and you, I mean, you fucking these like, scientists on a boat just talking about busting each other's shops. The and thing about is, fucking, if they just if they cut out the shark entirely and repackage this as like a you know three hour long TV miniseries, I'm sure it would play well with like 
you know, a, with, with some middle-aged folk who just want something kind of cozy, but like a bit of melodrama here about a woman dealing with grief and the death of her son and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, I, I, none of us would like it, but I'm sure it would have an audience. And if they just cut out all the shitty melodrama and put in a big dumb shark, then there would at least be something like stupid and entertaining to laugh at. But by trying to have both, it ends up failing at both. And it's just mm. fucking ridiculous. When I was really young and I watched Jaws, I remember being really bored by it because I was like, why is there? Why is this not just two hours of shark? Why is there all this like <laughs> talking in between the shark? Like, oh, just show me two filler. hours of shark. Yeah, literally. And then I watched Jaws a little while ago again. And I was like, no, there's actually like great. Yeah. And you not, were like, like why is really there so much moment. shark? <laughs> yeah, get back to the fucking talking. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like not a wasted like moment in Jaws. But then you get to this, and genuinely, like it, I just went back to revert to a child. Like, can I not just have an hour and a half of shark? Like, <laughs> like why do I need to? Why am I? Do I care about the yeah. fucking love lives of these people? I want to hear random quotes from this little girl and a shark. <laughs> an hour long uh, wrestling death match between Hoagie oh, and the shark. Little girl and the shark. <laughs> and the little girl and the shark. <laughs> I mean, I do have some. I do have some phrases. more fantastic quotes from this film when the shark first reappears which is right beside jake's little submarine he just immediately says fairly calmly like a little bit surprised oh you got a big fish down here man <laughs> <laughs> and i mean the, you know which is all the more entertaining when you consider the fact that a huge plot point of the movie is uh Michael is really fascinated by the, you know, the shark even being around the Bahamas because great white sharks don't live in warm water. <laughs> they fucking hate it. And Jake's just like, oh, big fish. <laughs> big fish. <laughs> and a another great quote, as Hoagie is playing, is being attacked by the shark because he decides to land in the water for some reason. <laughs> Uh, just as the shark is lunging at him, uh, his line is just, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that did make me laugh quite a bit. That was great. Oh, my God, he's fucking, he's wisecracking, like, immediately before that. Like, as Michael and Jake jump out to yeah. swim to the boat, he just goes, passengers, all the same, complain, complain. <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake it's just like no one would be cracking wise in this situation <laughs> you just dive bombed a shark <laughs> oh god um I, have, yeah I mean like do you guys have anything like more to say <laughs> I mean other than the uh terribly ADR'd over at the end oh, promise yeah. me you'll take care of Jake <laughs> Because he wasn't meant to be in the fucking... He wasn't meant to be alive by the end. <laughs> I think, I mean... Uh, I'm ready to move on to the mailbag. Ready to move on to the mailbag. Well, this is, uh, this is an all-time first in that no one has responded to our question sticker, so we don't have any questions. <laughs> 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 Alrighty, uh, we need a new song for this. <laughs> I just thought that was pretty me melancholy. I thought that suited the, the tone. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Um, uh, anyway, so onto the onto the patrons. <laughs> Our first patron is Adam Redmond. Our second patron is Mrs. H. Our third patron is Jack Kavanagh. And our fourth and currently final $5 or more patron is Andy Kinsella. If you want your name read out in this section, go to patreon.com forward slash freebeansaladpod. That is the word free. 
and donate five US dollars or more per month. You can donate as little as one dollar or as much as a few thousand dollars. Every little helps. We appreciate financial contributions. We promise we try and use them for this show, but we don't have enough to purchase anything uh, particularly beneficial. So if you want these patrons to actually mean anything, give us money. Uh, that is patreon.com forward slash free bean salad pod. Uh, so I guess I'll plug our socials. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram. We are at free bean salad pod. That is the number three. We are also on Gmail at uh, free bean salad society at gmail.com. That is the word free. And I'm pretty sure that's actually everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, share our podcast around if you enjoy it whatsoever for some reason uh you could be listening to better podcasts uh but you decide to listen to us uh so hold it hold it hold it hold it hold it hold <laughs> it i still what? need to record room tone i'll need 30 <laughs> seconds of silence Farewell. Eight.